Okay, I don't know about you, but I'm a sucker for the movie called It's a Wonderful Life. This is Friday, November 25th, and as Christmas nears, the old Turner Classic Network shows it about once a week. The story tracks with the life of a man named George Bailey of Bedford Falls. For George, he seems to always be missing out on life. As he gets married, he's primed for his honeymoon. But there's a run on the banks, and the credit union he is managing is facing bankruptcy. He foregoes his trip to stay home and do the right thing. In the meantime, his brother goes off to war and becomes famous. He is faithful, that is George, but he feels like he's always missing out on life. His whole world comes crashing down one Christmas Eve when the deposits of the day have gone missing from the building and loan. A bank regulator shows up, and it looks like all is lost. This turn is so distressing to George that he thinks the only way out is to commit suicide. All of a sudden, everything in his life is covered negatively. He's angry with his wife and kids. He hates his house. The very things he used to enjoy, now he sees as irksome. Nothing seems right. As I think about George's story, I think we can all identify. All of us have been there at one time or another. We feel like life may, has passed us by, or we're swimming in a sea of regrets. Actually, we may be drowning in them. We cannot see our lives for the gift that they are. We are about as far from gratitude as we can get. That leads me to our scripture passage for today, Romans 1, verse 21 to 23. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images to make, made to look like a mortal human and birds and animals and reptiles. Now these words come from the Apostle Paul and explain how the world turned away from God and what the results have been. Notice how it all began. Yes, everyone has enough evidence in creation to know there's a power greater than our own. We know there must be a God, even if we don't know him personally. But instead of glorifying God, they worship the creation rather than the creator. The slide in this direction is marked by a refusal to thank God, to glorify or recognize God for who he is. Perhaps we think ingratitude is a small thing, but it turns our focus away from God and to ourselves and to the creation. And here is where the unraveling of life begins. Not first in willful disobedience. Instead, human beings fail to see life for the gift that it is. We fail to recognize the giver. And by turning away from God, the descent into darkness begins. Okay, I know. That sounds a bit grim, but think about it. God has given us all things, each breath, our lives. How could there be no acknowledgement of that? Why would we not want to thank and worship God? Here is where we, where we see that it is willful. Our tendency is to think we make our own lives happen. Then even to focus on the negative, 
That's what happened to George Bailey. He was ready to jump to his death. But in the story, his guardian angel named Clarence jumped first. Of course, George had to save him. Then Clarence did the miraculous. He showed George what his life would be like in Bedford Falls if he'd never been born. Of course, the town is not called Bedford Falls, but it's called Pottersville. It's named after the evil businessman that holds the entire town in economic bondage. The people are downtrodden. The building and loan that George kept running is nowhere to be found. His wife never found love. He his, has no family and is alone. His brother did not survive falling through the ice when he was a child. In short, his community is a grim one indeed, a place he does not even recognize. You see, George comes to realize the gift that his own life had always been. Even though he never traveled the world and he missed out on many things he wanted to do, now he discovers he wants to live. Now, of course, all of us need this change of heart, one that sees the glass not doesn't see the half, glass half empty, but sees it half full. One that marvels at all that we have rather than complains about what we feel is missing. Here is where gratitude is born, where we find ourselves happy to be alive and grateful to the one that gave us life. George Bailey returns to his home where it looks like he might be arrested on Christmas Eve but instead finds himself surrounded by what seems like the entire community. They've all shown up to help him out. Here is love and fellowship, friendship and grace. Yes, his change of heart comes at a moment of grace. And I think that's when Thanksgiving can actually come to us. Not when things are perfect, because things will never be that way, but when we see our lives for the gift that they are. Add to that, we see Jesus and all that God has done to redeem us, the way he's demonstrated his love toward us. And we find ourselves thanking God for his loving kindness. Let's pray. God of grace, give us eyes to see. We have what sometimes is easier to look over because of our hearts. Remind us of your goodness and steadfast love. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.